Good evening to you. So if your, if your methods change, your results change. If, my, if there's one thing that must stay the same, and I think we may start there this evening, is my attention and my devotion to the apostles' teaching. Pastor Valerie, good evening to you. So we pick up a habit that, we pick up some habits that can never be dropped because there are certain habits over time that produce certain results. We keep certain characteristics. And remember I said to you, or PT was speaking, and myself and Pastor Onyi repeated after he finished speaking and issuing our instructions on Tuesday that God does not necessarily hear your prayers. And even though he, if he does hear your pray, prayers, that's one thing, but there's something that speaks louder to God than our prayers. And we then began to speak about our commitments, that our commitments speak louder to God, our resolve speak louder to God. So sometimes you can have a generation that does prayer and fasting, but then there are certain people who just have certain resolves. And one of the resolves is when my head of family is speaking, I'm listening. It's a simple mythology. There are reasons why certain people have certain access and flow of resources. There are reasons why certain people also then have ability to be the way they are. It's not because of them being special. It's because they have ability to have a resolve. You know, when you begin to investigate and look into the lives of people who began to increase or people who began to transform and lead a generation, you'll just know that there are certain habits that never change. There are certain patterns that remain the same over time. And because God sees that pattern, he can bless. So these are the things that I'm beginning to discover and I'm beginning to then take the, the Connect and Capital family back through a season in which I'm asking for a higher level of commitment from you, a higher level of devotion. And this word called devotion and commitment started on, on Thursday, but carried us all the way from Thursday into Sunday. And the first level of devotion and commitment is the ability to understand the voice in your life that speaks. And when it's speaking, nothing else moves. Nothing in your life, nothing in your environment moves. You know, there's this, there's this, there's this, um, what's it called? There's this um, saying, never bite the hand that feeds you. And for me, it's no longer never bite the hand that feeds you. It's actually never, never discard the hand that teaches you. Or never discard the voice that teaches you either. Again, we're talking about methods and habits that led people to certain production. Speaking to all of you and sensitizing you in this season, I think PT has been, he's been aggressively letting us know that there is a, there's a, a flow of resources that is about to hit the nation family and it's gonna stem from people who are devoted and committed. So I'm looking at, the 21st, and I'm saying to myself, I think for me, 
the 21st has been the most strategic time and there are certain patterns. There are certain behaviors. There are certain scenarios that always come around around this time. You know, I was speaking to Pastor Kevin just yesterday and we were and and some of the guys were around, I think Pastor Riddell, Pastor Hector, um, Pastor Emmanuel, Pastor Kunle, um, Pastor Kwame, and 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 there had been a situation that happened. But Pastor Kevin was on the phone and he was reminding me that this time last year, the same situation happened. And and he was actually saying, and what he was actually saying is that it's time to break certain patterns. So for me, I'm now gonna pose as a, a, a question to you. Whatever, whatever you felt like, no, not whatever you felt like, whatever your scenarios and circumstances were last year this time, last year two years ago, last year three years ago, I want you to intensely look at it. Not because I want you to beat yourself up or to, to praise yourself. I actually just want you to look at it so that you can now begin to do an analogy of how to positively push past certain patterns that have existed in your life or certain cycles that had existed in your life. I also spoke to a sister about a week ago or two weeks ago and I said to her that there are certain patterns that are normal for you. Said whether it's going to be in relationship or whether it be financially or whether it be emotionally. There are certain patterns that are normal for you. By this time in this year, you and your guy, you start fighting, you start da -da -da -da. It's called pattern. And for you, you'll feel like, oh, these are just natural situations that take place. Da -da -da -da. No, sometimes people enter into cycles that repeat themselves. And unless they're intentional about this season, and that's what I think the 21st represents. I think one of the things that breaks pattern is passion. Are you listening to me? Because I want to talk about the breaking of pattern, but it's going to be, it's not going to be according to, like I said the other day, how um, the church has made passion look. It's going to be according to our own lives and according to our own communities and according to a generation. So if we want to break a certain patterns, we know, for example, if we've always been around a certain financial mark, I think the Phoebe seed on the 21st is a statement to say we want to break a certain pattern. So I have to look at what I gave in this time in the last three years. And whatever it has been, and I've been pushing some of the brothers already. Some of them have already dropped their 10, and some of them at the end of the month are dropping their 10. But I'm actually pushing the brothers and saying, look, you, we've got to break a certain pattern. We've got to break a certain pattern with the Connect family. I'm saying, how do I make this family into a million, a multi-million defense system for the nation family? And this month is our seed month to make that happen. It's our seed month. This 21st is our seed date to make that happen. So I had to sensitize you and strategically move you into that system. People don't realize how subtle patterns are. They don't realize how subtle their life repeats itself each year, each in each time and in each season. They don't realize that things that happened last year are happening again this year, but just in a different fashion. It presents itself as the same meal, but on a different plate. 
So sometimes people are in an emotional pattern. It, 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 at this time in October through to December, something just hits you and you go down. You, you emotionally go down. You financially go down. And, and these are things that happen to people, but they don't notice it. They just feel like life is happening the way it usually happens. But it is a pattern that people subconsciously enter. I want to talk to you about how you can, you can actually move yourself from a pattern that you know consistently repeats. And that's why I have to sensitize you tonight and actually speak to you to tell you, look at the last three years. Look at the last three years. How does your three years go? Do you go missing in a certain time of the year? Do you lose focus in a certain time of the year? Patterns. Do you, do you start to worry about certain results at a certain time of the year? Does your seed go down at a certain time of the year? If it does, then we're looking into, we're strategically looking into the Connect family, capital family, and patterns. For some of us, it's new beginnings, so we're looking and saying, can we now set a new pattern? So I'm saying... So I was saying to the sister, I was saying, if you, if you actually, if you're actually attentive to yourself, you will realize that this season is coming around again. This season of frustration is coming around again. At exactly the same time I told her, you see, you were in my room three years ago, and we were talking about certain frustrations. But now you're in my room again. It's just the fact that Pisam is no longer in the same place he was. Patterns change for some. Some certain negative patterns remain. So I said, you're in this space again. What you should be concerned about more is not the situation you're going through, but the pattern that keeps reoccurring. Sometimes some people are in your life to just, now this is positive. Um, I want to use this on a positive light. Sometimes some people are in your life to come specifically to help you, to help drag you out of certain reoccurring patterns and drag you. When the apostle comes into your life, when the teaching comes into your life, it comes in order to drag you out of certain reoccurring patterns. Do you want to read what I gave you as the first scripture? Of okay, go for it. An original or model proposed for imitation. Uh-huh. The archetype, an example that which is to be copied or imitated. He said an original, an original or model, saying for what? Proposed for imitation. It's proposed for imitation. So there's a model that is proposed for you to copy. So, you know, the way your parents' life went, it is not that you will intentionally copy it. It will come to you in a pattern. There will be certain patterns that just happen in your life that will lead you the way that your parents went. It's patterns. So we notice that where the power lies, where power is hidden, is in certain patterns. So the, the way I break certain things in, in my own trajectory, if I'm saying I want to I wanna be able to push into, I want to break barriers of prosperity and enter into new levels and dimensions of prosperity, I first of all have to pick up a pattern. 
And you know the worst thing is, I think when I first stumbled on Zuria, I first of all had to now retrace my steps and say, what pushed me into a pattern of prosperity? And I was saying to you on Sunday that when resources come, the first question I ask is not what amount of resources will come, but why is it coming? Because if I know the why, I can pick on the pattern and I can remain in that power. Remember, whether it be negative or whether it be positive, power lies in pattern. So he says here that it is a, a, um, a model, an original model of... Proposed for imitation. Proposed for imitation. So it can be copied. Patterns can be copied. There are times in our lives where we're being emotional and we don't even know why. You know that happens to women a lot. So I don't even know why I'm feeling like the way I'm feeling. You don't know that you're imitating a pattern. I'm starting with the negative, but I want to go into the positive. So remember, I'm saying all of this just to help you to investigate. I'm helping you to investigate what, were my, what was my pattern this time, three years ago. This time, two years ago, this time, one year ago, because whatever happened in 2018, remember PT at that time in 2018 was preaching about apostolic patterns, apostolic and prophetic patterns. So whatever my pattern was then, it's either if I don't like it, it's either I come to, to say, you know what, 21st is a strategic day for me to then transform whatever was then or if I want to do better it's another day for me to transform whatever it was then or if I want to then if I want to just keep it the same meaning those were times when three months after my life was revolutionized then guess what I'm also first of all have to look into what did I do then patterns so I told you it takes passion to break patterns in Let's look at Acts chapter um, 2. It takes passion to break patterns. I'm going to take you to a woman this evening. Interesting woman for me. But it's not going to be without, first of all, taking you to Acts chapter 2 to 42. I want us to read that scripture together so that we can First of all, understand the first pattern we must pick up. And then I'll take you to the made woman tonight as we prepare for the 21st. Remember, it's a strategic week for the Connect family. And you know what we've, we've decided to do? I've, I've decided to get behind all of the Phoebes in the Connect family and beyond, actually. And for me, in a moment, I'm actually going to start discussing with you, having a conversation strategically um, putting things together, I've decided to get behind all the Phoebes this month. I've pushed the guys and told them we're going to get behind all the Phoebes this month. And we're going to make sure that as the Phoebes are mobilizing and getting themselves to target, we are also mobilizing and ready to assist in the target. I'm still coming to speak to you because I want to talk to you about resources. After the, on the 21st and after... How do you then approach resources? I want to speak to you still about faith. I hope you're ready for me tonight. Go for it. 
They devoted themselves mm -hmm. to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, mm -hmm. to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Did you see that? Remember we were talking and we're saying commitment, devotion, are words that keep coming across our radar. If there's anything I want to remind you of is that there are things that God hears more than the fact that you pray in the morning. He hears your resolve, your commitment. Imagine I was listening back and seeing some of the things that both Pastor Toby and Pastor Onyi were saying, of course, myself as well. He said the whole generation, this is Pastor Onyi speaking, talking and saying the whole generation went into slavery. A whole generation went into captivity. But there was one man, there was one person who decided that they're not going to fast and pray about the situation that they're in. This person is going to pick up a resolve. He's going to use the instrument he has in his hand. At that time, it was food in the king's palace. He's going to use the instrument he has in his hand in order to declare his commitment to something superior. The instrument we have in our hand is our economy, and that's why I've gone to Acts chapter 2, because I have to look at the, at the first nation church. I want you to look with me at the first nation church. Ask yourself, how did they have so much power and look at their pattern? They have power. How did I know they have power? Wherever there is power, there will be finance. Wherever there is pattern, there will be power. So they had so much power, and, and what happened to them is that if amongst them, nobody lacked. So I have to look at the patterns they picked up. So let's look at verse 42 again. They devoted themselves. To the apostles' teaching uh -huh. and to fellowship, yeah. to the breaking of bread mm -hmm. and to prayer. So the first thing is to devote themselves to the apostles' teaching. So there's Thursdays where PT pops up and we know every 8 p.m. on Thursday, that's our devotion time. Sundays is our devotion time. It's, it's not just about the fact that I'm in church. It is the fact that there is a pattern over my life that speaks louder than when I go to kneel down to pray. They devoted themselves. They committed themselves. Go for it. Message, sir. Mm -hmm. That day, about mm -hmm. 3,000 took him at his word, yeah. were baptized, and were signed up. Mm -hmm. They committed themselves That's to the right. teaching of the apostles. You see that? They committed themselves to the teaching. Need you to hear me. So when we come up online like this, maybe Tuesday, 9 p.m., or whenever we decide, um, if, especially when it means that every other activity of the day has ended, they committed themselves to hearing the teaching. They committed themselves to knowing what season they are in. Please remember this. If you forget anything tonight, don't forget this. That it is men who commit, it is men who determine the seasons we are in. A word can change a season. Not your hard work. So I tell my guys a lot that I'm not just here to make money with you. I, I, I make money with you. But if, if, if you don't hear the word, then what will happen is you will be left in a certain season. 
you will be out of pace with your commander because what will happen to you over time is you will think, why does your commander then, then, then push ahead and, and make resources and do the things that he does? Because the truth of the matter is he's in step with the season. You're not. So the first thing is to commit yourself to the apostles' teaching, the mystery of preaching and teaching, the thing that advances a family, advances a fellowship, advances a community, the mystery of teaching and preaching. So it says they committed themselves. Every person that I know that God prospers, especially from the adverse of uh, the most adverse of backgrounds, is because they have a mystery of commitment to teaching. They believe that the currency they actually need is not, it is not the pound notes or, 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 or the dollars. It is, it is the teaching and then the teaching produces something in them. It corrects their wiring somewhere and enables them to go out there and produce what is needed in order to advance the teaching. My life is committed to the teaching. Therefore, the resources I, I produce are because of the teaching. And then I, it comes back to actually advance the teaching. So when I speak, I speak not to then gain just resources. I speak because I am a product of a certain teaching. I'm devoted. I'm devoted to a school. I'm committed to a school of thought, a school of ideology. I'm committed to a school of instruction. You know, when you talk about teaching, you're talking about instruction. I'm committed to a certain man who issues out instruction. So when he's speaking, I can't be missing in that trail of thought because I'm committed to him. They committed themselves to the apostles' teaching. Do you have something for me? Yes, sir. Go for Message it. Still. Mm -hmm. They committed themselves to the teaching of the apostles, uh -huh. the life together, mm -hmm. the common meal, yeah. and the prayers. He said they, they, they committed themselves to the life together. I was telling one of the sisters, she wants me to help her out with, a, with, a, um, with an investment she's doing. And I was telling her that she was like, oh, I need to have money like you have money to do the investment. I said, look, I don't have money. It's not that I have money. And even if I do, I have money because of you. So what the mistake of certain people is sometimes is that when they, they make money, they look at others and then they say to the others that, oh, why are you not making money? I said, you still don't understand what family is. You don't make money aside from the family. You make money for the family. If some of us go ahead... It is for the family. So, so you can't also then, as somebody that maybe doesn't have as much resources as your brother or your sister, look at your brother and your sister and say, I need to be bowling like him. No, you don't understand. He's bowling because of you. He's got money. And nobody's bowling yet, by the way. But he's got resources because of you. Because God knows that there's something that's probably going to fall in your lap. And he needs to channel those resources through to somebody's for you. So remember I told you it's not what the amount is, it's why does it come? Interesting times. Interesting seasons. And I wish to say I was just speaking this on another day of preaching, but I'm actually studying the times. I think God is enabling some of us to repeat a class. Some of us are repeating a class that we, and an exam that we may have failed before. 
Some of us are repeating a, a lesson, an examination. And it's not time to take these things casually. If I were you, I will begin to investigate. I will begin to look into it in depth. Patterns. So he said they, they were committed to the apostles' teaching. Yes. The life together. The life together. The common meal. The common meal. The common meal. Mm -hmm. And the prayers. And the prayers. Two more versions. Go for it. TPT. Mm -hmm. Every believer was faithfully devoted to mm -hmm. following the teachings of the apostles. They were faithfully devoted. So the product of their faith was commitment. It wasn't the fact that they prayed more. It wasn't the fact that they knew more Bible verses. The product of their faith meant they were more committed. And it wasn't that they were committed to God. They were committed to men. I, why am I going through this today? Because remember, the apostles fell on a system in which there was no lack among their group. There was no lack among their family. And these people have thousands of people within their economy, but there was no lack there. I'm looking steadily at the houses and I'm saying, how do we create a system where there's no lack? How do we create a system within the nation family where there's no lack, where we know that the basic amenities of people are met? How do we create this system? And I hope you as the Connect family, as the Capital family are looking into the same. I met with two young boys today. Both 18 years old. Both talking about how terrible it is at home. But just saying to themselves that when they met a connect family, a capital family, that it but it shows them that there are people, and you know they were talking about how you know they wished that there was a community outside that could just help and support people through the phases of life. And then along comes a Madam Benita to tell them that no, there is a community like that. There is a people who share a life together that are devoted to life together. Do you understand that? It's, it's not that I'm just in a church. These guys are my life, and I am their life. I'm not looking for an escape route out of poverty. This is my life. A, a, a Pastor Lloydie is my life. Do you understand that? A Mimi is my life. These are people that are my life, not because I like them, but because I'm devoted. So what our faith produces over time is a devotion. So I'm not here rehearsing how to be a good pastor because I don't care about pastoring. I care about devotion. I care about being committed to a cause bigger than me. And if you heard what P.T. was saying on Sunday, you see God is actually not coming to speak to you in a voice you understand. Sometimes your devotion actually is the one leading you and you don't even know that that's the voice of God. Because Noah was devoted to, commit, to building an ark and he did not know the design or voice of God. He just knew that there was something greater speaking to him to build an ark that will float above the waters. That was the ushering in of a new world order. I need you to hear me. Because sometimes when the invention or the drive to make sure that a, a, a electricity can flow into or can be channeled into the light bulb came, that was the voice of God coming to a man at the time. 
It's just that he could not identify that voice as God. But what drives us with passion to be able to seclude ourselves from a generation and be different is the fact that the voice of God came. And the response to the voice of God is actually devotion and commitment. Some of you love your pastors or your heads so much and if they tell you to do something, you will do it and it's without a, a blink. And let me tell you, it, your, the voice of God comes to you in a strategic way and you say, I don't know why, but I know that my following is in this guy. It's simply because the voice has come, but you just didn't know that that was God. What Christianity tried to do was to try to define the voice of God. But I saw the voice of God move in certain generations when it teaches certain generations how to channel electricity into a bulb or how to defy the laws of gravity. For me, those are the things that teach me that the voice of God exists because a man will be so passionate that he commits his own life to something that is never seen happen before. I need you to understand this. Men have not seen certain things happen before. They had not seen the kind of men that they saw in the Acts of the Apostles before. These were Peter, James, and John. These are different kind of men. And the issue with these men also is that they came from among them. They didn't come from a divine, divine happening in the sky. These men in their community were once fishermen. And all of a sudden, they were moving like superhuman. So I had to correct myself when I spoke to these two 18-year-old boys this evening. I had to tell them, I had to say to them that um, I first of all said we are not superhuman. Then I said, no, we are. I had to quickly correct it, correct it. Because something about us, something on the inside of us, the spirit of God on the inside of us enables us to do things that are beyond human. To create an economy for thousands of people and nobody lacks is beyond human, by the way. Because look at the presidents of the world today. Look at nations with thousands of people and unlimited resources, but yet there is still world hunger. So it tells me that there was something a bit different about the apostles who had thousands of people in their ranks, but, the, but yet nobody lacked. Let's look at devotion. Go for it. The voice, sir. Uh-huh. The community continually committed themselves. Look at this. Go on. The community continually committed themselves mm -hmm. to learning what the apostles taught them. He said they continually committed themselves to learning. So it wasn't until I was 25 or 26 that I'm learning. And you know, I love, I love God. I love, I just love life. I, you know, there, you see the shape that somebody that just commits to a leader takes after a while. He said, all you've got to do is commit yourself to learning what the apostles taught them. You see, from if I go all the way to a Tony in the set design, you see the shape they're taking. The mistake they will make is to think that they're not taking any shape. You say, I can't just see. I can't just see. Oh, I'm just not making as much money as I desire to make. I said, even if you were in the world, in fact, there wouldn't even be a money that you desire to make. 
So he said the whole community committed themselves to the teaching, to learning what the, what the apostles taught them. And, and that's why I'm saying that the first thing when we talk about how strategic this week is, the 21st, and you know, I've gone beyond mobilizing. Let me, can I tell you the honest truth? Can, can I tell you the sincere truth? I've gone beyond mobilizing. Those who, who, who know me know that this isn't about mobilization because... Even Connect will be surprised at the level of their seed on Thursday. I'm just being honest. It's, ah, when did we sow this one? It's, it's a statement committed to teaching. So this is not about mobilization or Pastor Sam is just mobilizing us towards the 21st. I'm not mobilizing you. If you don't have a Bunsen burner in your bum, that's your business. But I'm lighted up. The generation that God is looking for, the people that God is looking for, the first pattern he's looking for from them is a commitment to the learning of what the apostles teach. So you also have to know, and let's be very, very practical, you should know when, you, when your commitments changed. When your commitment changed from the apostles teaching to just trying to figure out life. I have to learn. When did your commitments change? Because I know how it goes. When Sometimes when you're in this commitment, it's almost like you're leading yourself to a cliff. And it's almost like you're about to dive over a cliff and nobody's there to catch or break your fall. You just feel like, well, where is this life going? But then even in the midst of approaching the cliff, you, you must be able to say to yourself, I'm not going to say anybody's going to save you from the cliff. I'm saying you must be able to say, I'm committed to this. If it means going off the cliff, then I'm gone. If it means that nothing good is going to come from this, I'm just going to be going for it, no matter the result, then I'm gone. You know, that's just the mindset that some of us had. We never got into this to, to get a result out. We got into this because of the cause it represented. We got into this because of the teaching we heard. I don't, any, I don't even think anybody knew how to identify cause when they first got into it, but they heard the teaching. And what we committed to, we committed to a man who had the teaching. So like we said on Sunday, I think it's time to renew. It is time to develop new commitments. Some of you are trying to break a pattern through steadily building business. I'm saying, no, 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 no. There are certain patterns that can only break through certain kind of seeds. If the connect is going to stumble into being a multi-millionaire family, multi-million pound family, I'm, and I'm saying to God, I want to raise a multi-million pound family, connect capital, they're multi-millionaires, meaning as a family, we're multi-millionaires. Do you know what I said? It starts with the seed first. That's all, I'm, that's all I'm concerned about. You know me, I'm not really concerned about the activity. There should be some, because the higher your finances, the higher your visibility. There should be some, but the first thing I'm focused on is financially, this has to break.
So the first sign I knew that this is about to break is on a, a, a midweek, I got a call. And I'm just going to say how it is. I just, no, I got a message from um, Madam Aka. I call her RV. I said, sir, I'm sowing, I'm sowing XYZ this month. I just knew, okay, this is about to break. And so, because number one, you know how you know when things are about to break? Things start coming from the most unlikely. Do you understand? So you've, been, you've been looking, you look at, and you know we've always said this, so this is not, you'll be looking and you'll be thinking, okay, this person, if you give them more time, they will rise. This person, then someone comes from the back, back, and just says, look, <laughs> oh, this, this person will rise, this person will rise. I've been slowly rising in my corner. Here's my seed. And I've sold before time. So why did I want to speak to you about resources? You see, because you can get used to a pattern of sowing monthly that you no longer need to believe God for supernatural finances. You know, seed was never meant to be. Listen to this. Seed was never meant to be on this date we sow. I hope you know that. Seed was meant to be, I'm believing God that by this time, which the apostle has said, we will have X, Y, Z amount. That's what seed is meant to be. Now, of course, there's a development stage. There's a childlike development stage. Where we're, where we're learning how to walk in the financial paths of God. But then, there's a stage where we then say, now we're going to put pressure financially on whatever God is trying to do with some of us. There are words that I count in the, in the, in the nation. There are words that I count. The commerce world, the e-commerce world, the finance world, the legal world, um, whatever world again, maybe the fashion world. So many worlds that I count that many of you are involved in. The recruitment world. And I'm saying to everyone, if we don't first of all apply an interest in being God's instrument for financial warfare, then I don't see how we'll penetrate those worlds the way we want to. If I'm very, if I'm very keen to see a trendy breakthrough into the e-commerce world, it first of all starts with, okay, what's the level of our seed? Not her seed, because remember, her seed is, is encompassed in our seed. People have painstakingly put prices on those worlds. Just talking to one of my guys, and he's, well, he calls himself Cash. And he was showing me his room where he used to sleep while he did his online shopping business. Makes, he makes maybe about 60K a week now. But he was just showing me where he used to sleep and stuff like that. And I'm saying, these are prices. He said at that time where he used to sleep there, when he used to sleep there, he was making about maybe 2K a month of shopping, I mean, um, e-commerce at the time, et cetera, et cetera. 
So I'm, I'm beginning to realize that there are prices outside that people have paid to get to where they are. It's not going to be comfortable for us to then come and say that we're the king of those, in quote, boys. There will be, have to be a higher price for that realm. A higher price for a generation. So I'm looking at us and saying, do we have that level of passion when it comes to seed, when it comes to people? You know, today I was sitting down, me and Pastor Daniel Hector, we went to go and meet these guys, and I, and I automatically knew, I automatically knew that we're going to have to help them. And you know, the struggle for me was, I didn't want to turn on the green light of reckless help for young people again, because that is energy. But I just looked at them, and imagine them turning around and just telling me everything about their life, you know. Um, the, the guy walks to school, because it's either, it's either, not school, college. He's turned 18 years old, so he doesn't, he's past the time of that, um, maybe half price oyster or whatever. So he said, look, I'm either going to eat or I'm going to whatever. But, I'm, but you know what he said to me? He said, I'm committed to walking to college. That's fine, because I'm going to do this engineering stuff. He's studying engineering. And I said to myself, I said to myself, no, I said to Pastor Lennox when I came back, you see, those are the reasons why we got into recruitment in the first place. To give young people opportunities, how to make small money in order to be able to do what you need to do. You see, if we keep focusing on those things, there's no way you guys will not become multi-millionaire. Remember, our own road to prosperity is help. The fact that we help people, that's our road to prosperity. So what do we commit ourselves to helping? Sometimes people just need an environment. People just need a space, a, a, a people who have a different mindset. I was telling them today that I don't think negativity ends at once. Before, maybe when you're a pastor, you pray that all your negativity will be solved. I said, but I think negativity, it, it, you, have, you start having positive moments in your day. Because he was just explaining to me that everything about him is negative. In fact, as they can't even talk positive. They, they, even when they want to try, they were telling me about the meal that they just had that, you know, the, even when they want to try, they want to talk positive, but they can't. It, I'm just saying to them, look, it doesn't start with everything being positive at once. I think you have positive moments in your day. I think you have to strive to make positive moments in your day. And then eventually your positive moments will become a positive life. Before they will feed you a lie that all of a sudden your life will be positive. I said, no, it might not be because you're going back home to where your negative, negativity stems from. But if you create positivity in your day, meaning positive moments in your day, then you'll begin to combat every negative situation. So, so I'm looking at that and saying, okay, now there's a community, a, a generation that is committed to helping. Not just committed to looking like we're helping. 
And that's going to cost price. That's also pain. That's also passion, pursuit. Why are we doing this? We're in pursuit of something, a generation. So let's look at this woman. Remember, I was talking about passion. I'm going to look at the woman who had an issue, woman with an issue of blood. This is the scripture I give you to round up today. I think I've done my hour. In talking to you about commitment, I've given you the first pattern, the, uh, the commitment to the apostles' teaching. I've given you how strategic Sunday is, I mean, Thursday is for us. And it's, you know, I also made it an, a, a, um, a duty to make sure I come on and make you expectant. So I'm not just going to show up on Thursday. I'm expecting. Because why? The apostle teaching will be at full force. I'm expecting instructions for, for another dimension. And you see, I personally can't tell you how much I'm realizing these instructions and these seasons are gelling and, force and forging a fire. There was something um, that... that Pastor Onye sent me, it was a magazine we used to do called the London Social, and he sent me a picture of it, and on the picture I was on the front with a suit at the time, Pastor Shadow will remember this, so with a suit at the time, it's called um, Influential Youth Leader, right? So funny, how that picture, yeah, it'll be released one day, no need, but, but I'm then realizing how God is the, he, he, in his own way, he makes things that were just vision materialize. Every time we just sat down for teaching, we didn't know that this is, the, this is what God was framing. But let's look at the woman with the issue. Luke chapter 8. Yeah. Luke chapter 8. Let's read this because I have this one thing to get across. I think it's 40, yeah? Okay, go for it. Let's, let's read. I've got this one thing to get across to us as a family. Are you still with me? Let me, let me see the comments for a quick second. Are you still with me? Let me see who's still with me. Let me still see who's with me and then... This is the final phase of what I'm delivering to you tonight. I wanna, I wanna deliver this as the final installment, hit home with the Connect family, Excess Capital, and then let's rock for Thursday. It's a great financial season for us. It's a great time for us. We're about to break all patterns that are negative, and we're about to continue in patterns that are positive, but in more extreme force. Awesome. It's a time of praise on Thursday for me, for you. It's family. It's the, it's the emergence of a stronger, a knitted family. The Givers Club as a force as well. So when you sow your seed, and before you sow your seed, when you make your pledge, you're looking at the commitment to the teaching. Even in the, 
Because what will happen sometimes is that your mind will try to attack you. Like, what does this all mean? And in those times, then I ask myself, okay, that's fine. The comments are fine now. In those times, I ask myself, look at the people ahead of you. Do, are they lesser because they sold more? I don't think so. Go for it. Now, when Jesus returned, mm. a crowd welcomed him, for yeah. they were all expecting him. Now, listen to this. This is interesting. He said, when Jesus returned, the crowd welcomed him because they were all expecting him. Remember, we're talking about commitment, devotion, passion, pursuit. Let's look at this carefully. Remember, I said to you, it is passion that births devotion. So, a crowd gathered because they were expecting him, yeah? Then a man named Jairus, mm -hmm. a synagogue leader, mm -hmm. came and fell at Jesus' feet, yeah. pleading with him to come to his house. Mm -hmm. Because his only daughter, a girl about 12, was yeah. dying. Okay. As Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him. Yeah. The first thing I need you to do is record issue number one. There's a man called Jairus whose daughter is dying. I don't want you to discard issues in your life. In fact, I think, listen to this, I think, you know when you first came into church, you came in with a lot of issues. But I think when you, you know some of you saw quick miracle. So my days, I've only been in church two days and bam. I think those ones are discarded so that you can get greater issues. Those were minor issues, but I think God, is, God brings you into these places so that you can get, get greater issues. And I'm coming to how I see the, the Connect family, the Capital family, and, and the nation transiting in the next few months. Go for it. As Jesus was on his way, yeah. the crowds almost crushed him. Mm -hmm. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. You need to find... The, you, so watch this. Remember that as Jesus was traveling, the crowds crushed him. So it already tells us that we're in a space that is already saturated with people. Follow my trail of thought here. Crowds are crossing Jesus. This place is oversubscribed already. Maybe it could be the business. It could be the industry. It could be the, the field that you're in, and it can already be oversubscribed. You know when they say that business is saturated, meaning a lot of people are already doing it. A lot of people wanted the same thing from Jesus, but there's going to be a woman. Go for it. In the translation, you know I need. Go for it. And a woman yeah. having an issue of blood. You see, there's a woman that has an issue. And you see, the issue she has is what is going to separate her from the crowd. I need you to, first of all, begin to understand that my issues are actually my distinguishing factors. Anybody that has risen, risen in scriptures, anybody that you have seen that has had a different kind of life is because they had an issue. Joseph was not going to be Joseph unless there was slavery. Daniel was not going to be Daniel. He was, a, he, was a, he was a man in Judah who was serving in the temple. 
But if he's going to be distinguished as a man, it is because there's going to be an issue. It is the same with this woman. So remember, what, when we talk patterns, we remember that this woman had an issue. This woman, there is a woman with an issue, and this issue she's had for a certain amount of time. It is a repetitive situation that continuously happens. There's a woman with an issue. Go for it. And a woman having an issue of blood, yeah. 12 years, which had spent all her living upon physicians. Listen, there is a pattern that has consistently happened in her life for 12 years. And it is not as if she was not passionate already, but remember the birthplace of passion are issues. Now, you can choose and handpick your issue today, like I said to you. For me, I'm saying the next phase for the Connect family, the issue I have is that it is that this must be a multi-million pound family. It is an issue. So when I see people who lack passion, I just realize that they have, it, it's either they don't have enough issues that propel them to the next level. You see, because one of the things that we are taught about issues is that we should not have them. We're taught, to, we're taught to move away from projects and, and I mean, from, from problems. And it was something that Pastor Connor was telling me the other day. He was saying, you know, in, in, there's an old Chinese proverb that, that what happened to the Chinese is that they were not allowed to call problems problem. In fact, what they did in their dictionary is that they changed problem to project. And they changed crisis to opportunity. Those two words... So it's always like, sir, we have a problem. I said, no, we have a project. So there was a woman with a project, not an issue. The thing that usually happens to people is that when they have issues, the issues usually end up subduing them. So, so I remember talking to a, a lady this afternoon. She's saying, that one of my issues is that I should have money. I'm saying, no, that's not your issue. That's your project. Stop looking at your issues, the fact that I may be 30 years old now and I don't really have money or I'm 25 and I don't really have this. No, that's your project. God actually getting to you, you to a place where you have an issue bobbed in enough for you to carry out a project. So I don't want you to hide from the issues. I want you to own them. There was a woman with an issue of blood for 12 years, a reoccurring pattern in her life, and all of a sudden she's going to have enough passion because of the issue. Sometimes you want passion to come out of the fact that you're just passionate. No, sometimes it takes an issue. I remember being on my mom's couch, 26 years old, and thinking, why don't I have money? It's just a project that, it was an issue that became a project. I just remember, I was just fed up one day. I'm not going to lie and sit down and say, oh, well, and then I heard the word. No, I was just fed up. The word had been going on. I believe that's what got me to that level. I was just fed up and I just said, this is my issue. But the issue led to passion. You see, when you really have passion, right? You see the days in which you're broke, you don't feel it because you're passionate about something. You... <laughs> I can't remember. Sometimes I try to remember the journey of building the building blocks of Zuriel. The, the painstaking times. I was actually having to recount the fact that I was abused along the way. But I can't remember it because passion took over. I was abused along the way because certain people, I borrowed money and I couldn't pay back. I can't remember those days because passion took over. 
I can't even remember who was abusing me. If they, they would have to remind me that you were abused along the way because passion had taken over. I had entered into a zone, a mode in which passion was so strong in my life that all the negative things that happened along the way didn't mean anything. And that's why I, had, I was reminded about the woman with the issue of blood because there was something about the crowd that didn't mean anything to her anymore. She was going to press through the crowd and the, the, the fact that there were physical bodies there didn't mean anything again because there is passion and it's taken over. So I looked at the building blocks of Zurio. I looked at the times that were hard and I was trying to remember the hard times but I couldn't. I think that my mind was just so engulfed in something bigger than me. Passion makes you focus more on possibility rather than the problems or the obstacles. Were there obstacles? Yes, I remember having to fork out money for hotels so that we can have people meeting and sometimes asking myself, how are we going to get money for the next hotel so that we can have people meeting in a different environment than the one that we had the meeting in before? But do you know what? Somehow we got money again or I got money again. Do you know why? Passion had been birthed because there was an issue. What was the issue? Can I be very honest? I was broke. That was just a strong enough issue. So when I'm working what I was working, it was just a strong enough issue for me to press through certain obstacles. Look at this woman. She had an issue for 12 years and she had been trying to resolve it. She had been trying to break the pattern. That's why I'm talking to you about seed because seed is me saying that I'm not going to exist in a certain pattern for too long. So I was having another talk. I've been having conversations all day. And um, one of the young ladies around me was just saying to me that she's going to make what she usually sows in a month or what she sows in a month for a year. I said no because even when you sow what you make, I mean what you sow, even when you make what you sow in a month for the year, it's still going to be too small. You can't sow that for a year. What, you, what you're supposed to say, which she then corrected herself, is whatever I, whatever I sowed in a month, I'm going to make it in a, in a month, and I'm going to sow it in a month, and I will sow it each month for that year. I'm saying that there are going to be certain pains and pressures and issues that actually get, develop enough passion in you. So I turned around to her and said, I'm not going to help you that much because I need you hungry. I need you hungry for solution. I need the Connect family, the Capital family, hungry for solution. If you're hungry enough for solution, if you have enough issue. So I'm not praying for the issue to go away. I understand why James would say, count it all joy when you go through various trials. Because if you have enough issues in your life, you will have enough passion. There was a woman. And a woman having an issue of blood, mm -hmm. 12 years, which had spent all her living upon physicians. And I realized the reason why God would start this scripture with a woman having an issue is because it's not about what the woman was going through. It is about the fact that passion starts when issues begin. But I choose to choose the issue in which I have now because I've been through certain issues and I'm not going to allow those issues to come back my way. I'm just saying, I'm saying I choose what issue it is now. I can choose to be frustrated at my sowing level. I can choose to be. 
I can choose to be tired at my seed level because that is an issue. And if I have an issue, I can develop passion. So this woman spent all her money. Do you see why it's a seed matter? She spent, she spent all her money on physicians looking to break a pattern. What was the pattern she had? She had an issue of blood for 12 consistent years. It didn't start when she was a child, but that pattern came into her life at a certain point. You see, sometimes you're an innocent as a child, but as when you go on in life, there are certain patterns that your family has that also grips you, and it grips you for a number of years. So this pattern had been going on for 12 years. She had spent all her money on people she thought would help her break a pattern. But they couldn't. So what did she do? Neither could be healed of any, uh-huh. came behind him and touched the border of his garment. You've got to keep doing the translations because some will tell you that she pressed through the crowd. You have to look at it from different records of the story. Matthew, Mark, Luke. Saying having this issue, she pressed through the crowd because she had said to herself, if I can just touch, if I can just get to, and that's where passion starts. Passion starts with the issue. It starts with the problem sometimes. And I had to tell you about the Chinese. Chinese there's no such word as problem in the Chinese dictionary. It was Pastor Kodo who told me. Every problem turned to project. Her issue became her project. She saw Jesus because of an issue. So I'm looking and I'm saying... There are certain problems that just made you lie down. That could be problems in your business. Said, I can't do this. I can't can't financially move forward because of da-da-da-da. You know when people list problems, why this is not going to be possible or why even if it's possible, these are the problems that we face. I'm saying to you, you see these issues, they should have been. These obstacles should have been your transportation vehicle to destination. People are so used to listing obstacles. You know in your own life. Can't do this because of this. Can't do that because of this. Because of, because of. This is where passion should have started from. Have you found it? Give me the same story in Mark. Go for it. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. Mm -hmm. She had suffered a great deal under Uh the care of many doctors and had spent all she had. Yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. Mm -hmm. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in Mm. the crowd and touched his Did you see that? Remember that this crowd was already crushing Jesus. But she managed to get to him. She managed to push through a crowd because of an issue. She managed to distinguish herself because of a problem. So I began to realize that problems are supposed to be weaponized, not complained about. Issues are supposed to be weaponized, supposed to be turned into instruments in which we press through certain crowds and separate ourselves. So what what do I need? I need a bunch of people with issues. So I was telling Pastor Hector today, the reason why I love these young boys is because they have a lot of problems. That means that we, you see people with problems means they're going to be hungry. How do you take a generation for God? Find people with enough issue to be angry enough. 
Go on, it looked like you found it. TPT now. Go for it. Mm-hmm. In the crowd that day was a woman who had mm. suffered greatly for 12 years yeah. from slow bleeding. Mm. Even though she had spent all that she had on healers, yeah. she was still suffering. Mm-hmm. Pressing in through the crowd, yeah. she came up behind Jesus and touched the fringe of his garment. Remember, would if she never had that issue, would she have ever pressed? So don't be shy. Sometimes I feel like we're the, sometimes pastors can be pressure relievers. So people never press because they have people who relieve pressure from them. They have people who relieve pain from them. They have people who relieve passion. Remember, this passion started because of an issue. And what I'm saying to us now is that if we're going to develop certain passion, it's because we're going to pick things up as issues. Why should we have a connect family that shouldn't be, should not be, where at least 10, 20 or not multi-millionaires? We pick them up as issues and then we develop passion towards it. Why should we have a system where people are not being able to be looked after and developed and taken through certain phases of life? So if a man comes in at 18 and we're able to walk them through their phases of life, through college, through university, through into, into whatever structure of life, why not? Why can't we? Why can't we develop passion towards that? That's why I had to first of all start with the apostles teaching and life together because sometimes you will feel you're broke because you don't individually have. But I'm telling you, you were, it, we're, never, we're, never, we're never designed to individually have. We're designed to have as a family. And until some of us learn that hard lesson, I don't think we will have the way we're supposed to. The Rothschilds did not have individually. They became a financial force as a family. The scriptures that we first read was the scriptures of Acts of the Apostle. This is a family that brew, a family that emerged from a revival, from a, pen, a day of Pentecost. And guess what happened to them? None of them lacked because all of them dropped their possessions at the apostles' feet. So when I talk about the 21st and sensitize the connecting capital family to the 21st, what I'm actually sensitizing you to is the fact that on that day, on this day, there is a pattern that needs to be emerged. And what you now need to begin to do is begin to link back arms with your brother and your sister under the voice of your capitano. Under the voice of your captain and learn how to move. And that's when you break certain pa- patterns. That's when you break certain issues in your own life because the issue is only going to bow to passion. And until that issue, until that issue meets passion, there's going to be no pressing. So how do I know when we're going to be able to take the e-commerce world when there is an issue burning enough for then a trendy or whoever else to then take it on and then begin to be tired of certain circumstances and when they're tired enough, then guess what? You press more. You press into new financial realms more. This woman has spent all her money on, on physicians and physicians couldn't help her. But then there was certain things that didn't actually take money. It actually took a pressing. Sometimes your economic realm just takes a bigger push from some of your major soldiers and then when they push more guess what the 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 barrier that you thought couldn't break breaks easier but it took certain people with certain issues some of you have experienced issues i i see some young men trying to combat issues and now they go into physicians this man this matter was never about the woman it was about the issue it was about how to respond when an issue arises 
So I see some of the young, young guys now trying to find their way through life. They're saying they've never been led before. They were never taught how to be a man. It's an issue. It's an issue, yes, but how, does issue, how do you respond to issues? You respond to issues with a passion. It is only passions that drives issues into projects. So China had an issue. They, they had an issue that they were still a developing world. But how did they, in the next 30 years, it, it only took three decades for China to become a world power. Three decades, you know, that is record timing. So all of a sudden, I'm looking at a nation, a developing world with so many issues. It is, it is a prime place for somebody to then take and use as a project. Because the, the amount of issues around, and if you look at our communities, there are so many issues in our community. Hunger is there. That's there as an issue. Um, bad parenting or, 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 or lack of families are in our communities. These issues, it just takes someone to be passionate enough. And it can't be politicians because politicians know there are issues, but those issues, they monetize. But some people come and weaponize those issues to drive a new community. That's got to be us as a family. So 21st for me, as we go into Phoebe, I mean, as we are in Phoebe week, is a passion day, like passion. It's not just another day in which nation family is doing another service. Those things don't occur to me. So I'm just going to church on a normal day. That's because you have allowed your, your issues to make you lie down. I allow my issues to make me fired up. I don't know if you've ever felt this way before, but let me just put it out there. You, you've hit a brick wall before. I remember this year we in the office, and I don't tell enough office stories. We hit a brick wall, and we used to work with some partners and, and they told us that they can't do certain things. And I got the whole office around and I told them, listen, let me tell you something. Nothing is going to stop us. There are just certain things that you hear that you respond with passion and anger. There was just certain circumstances. If you're tired of having a certain way of life, you just respond with a certain passion. Meaning I'm not going to take this lying down. I'm not going to lie down through this. It's not going to happen. I'm not just going to look at this problem consistently occur and I'm just going to sit down and allow it to happen this way. I'm going to rise up. I hope you know that that's how, how new worlds emerge. You say you don't have a way to talk to certain people to get them on site. You see, some people... Some people are just waiting for you to be passionate enough. Some people who hold resources for you are just waiting for you to be passionate enough. Because it is not my smart talk or me having everything together that convinces people. It is me being passionate enough to say what I need to say in the way that it needs to be said in order for certain resources to be unleashed. So I look and I see a Fico's world, Young Creative Grant. That's somebody being passionate enough. So I said today I'm developing a scheme. Still going to be through whatever. And I'm saying, look, I sat down with the young man. I said, I'm developing a scheme. It's got to be, we'll have 10 young people. We, we're going to give them like what they used to do in EMA, 30 pounds a week. 
Just because, why should a young man not have money, like, to go to school? Do, do you think that's normal? That's not normal, guy. You won't realize it because you go to, somebody's giving you money to go to school. It's not normal. So when I pick up issues, it's because of I'm passionate enough to defy whatever is telling me this is supposed to be the norm for the world and say, no, 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 no. I've, I've, we've got a family for a reason. This, there's a whole structure of men in this house for a reason. I was looking through the reviews of the souls from Gravity and... and um, you know, it usually starts at the beginning. It was it was a bit slow or it's a bit whatever. But then, they, you know what? I, I kept reading just so that I can drive this home to some of the the guys. It said when the guys walk through the door, when the guys, when the guys, when the guys walk through the door, saying, "You think God?" You see, the issue with people is they stop because they don't. They focus on what is coming into their lives and not why it's coming in. That I was saying to Pastor Emmanuel, the day we stop caring about people, all this money is irrelevant. If you look influential today, it's because God wants you to attract a generation. Not so that you can go and live your own life and be calm in your little corners, with your little God-forsaken corner. I don't care if it's a mansion or a damn two-bed apartment. Wherever you find yourself, it's not so you can be, you can be cut off there. You know, some people are so comfortable that when, when Connect is doing a Souls event, they're at home by themselves. They had no plan to go to those events. Jokers. Those people are going down. I don't care who's their leader. Because how do, you, how do you sit at home when souls, when souls and lives in which God is blessing you because of are on the line? It's not possible. I told Pastor Lennox a few weeks ago, a few months ago, I said, the minute you miss grace, all this thing that you're doing is over. Can be talking recruitment now, 30k here, 40k here. Yes, uh, somebody put you on that platform, but the minute you miss grace, the minute you miss the reason why all of these things are happening, the more money we make, the visi more visible we become because God is making us an attraction point. The more we stumble ourselves and we go to meet souls because God is giving us ability to become an attraction point. The more we sow our seed and we pay attention to our seed because God is giving us an ability to become an attraction point. So I was telling them, I was telling all of them, I was saying, look, don't, don't, don't mistake this for, for you making money and becoming a sect. And you would be very rich. Yes, you would. Becoming a sect. But I'm saying, no, this, this thing has to be pulled out on the altar of commitment. I decided to commit myself to young people a long time ago, and I'm still going to stay committed to young people. Don't care what they've done. Don't care how they behave. That's, that's, and nobody can, nobody can guard that commitment for me. I'm telling you the honest truth. No one can guard that commitment for me. I have to remain committed because I know what it blesses me with. Look, and this is not even a proud statement, and even if it is, so what? My finances and other people's finances are not the same. So if that's because of souls, God, God, God 
gave me what he gives me because of people and he knows that I'm not going to hold it back. I'm not going to go and reserve my own life in the corner. I'm going to calm down. I'm not going to calm down. I don't mind perishing with this. There were few spies. There were, there were just a few lepers who, were on the, who had an issue of leprosy, who decided to stay, that were exiled, that were on the outside of the city. All of a sudden, you have money to be included, so you no longer realize that you're still in exile. I don't care how much money I make, I'm still in exile. And the community couldn't pick me up. I was in the prison. The community couldn't feed me, so why do I want to be accepted by a community that couldn't feed me before? I was in exile before. But you see, these guys were exiles, and they were outlaws, and, but there was still a prophecy that was hanging in the air. And because they were exiles, they were the only ones that could fulfill that prophecy. The prophet had said, by this time tomorrow, they were, there will be food in this city. And the king had also said, ow, oh, even if the windows of heaven open, they cannot be food. But there were certain men that were able to say if we perish we perish if I die I die but let me die on my 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 circumstances and my terms of living let me be committed to what I want to be committed to that's the approach we've got to take so when you follow when you follow your captains when you follow your 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 people you're following them into a commitment I'm going to sit in a corner somewhere, dying away, thinking I'm following leadership. Rubbish. You follow first with mind. Say, oh, Pastor Sam, I'm just not good with people. You think I was? You think I was? Still get up. Still got to do what you got to do on a daily basis with people because if somebody never took time on you, you wouldn't be in the position you are in now. If somebody never reached their hand down, you're not going to be where you are now. You're not going to be talking about how much you love whatever you love. Somebody had to stoop down. So guess what? God is asking us to stoop down for others again and again and again until we can no longer stoop down. Until we see a generation liberated from issues because of your passion. That's my message to you this, after, this evening. You know when I come on this kind of charge and this kind of vibe and philosophy is because you know it's not even a play season. It's not even play time. We're not playing game. I'm not doing family life. I'm not, I don't even regard anybody. It's not, it's not like, oh yeah, let's just discuss this. I'm not discussing nothing. So we keep pouring out and pouring out on these lives. Pouring out and pouring out until we got nothing else to pour. I said, but what about my life? I said, you find your life when you lose it. So there can be certain things that you want to hold on to because you feel like it will keep you safe and, and sane. And I'm saying... You enjoy what you enjoy. Do what you need to do. But in the mission field, we weaponize our issues and we make passion out of it. That's my command to you this afternoon. So if I, if I speak to you, if I look at 
the things that are happening. I stumbled upon the FICO's World Young Creative Grants. I wonder if there's a Connect family member or a Capital family member who can easily just look past it and say, oh, yeah, that's, that's FICO's world. That's, that's whatever. Let me tell you, can I be honest with you? With, an with those kind of attitudes, you will never, can I be honest, you will never make money. You will never. I bet it. Mm. And if you do, I'll be the first to humble myself because I need the money. But I don't, you will never. You know why? It means that you have not devoted yourself to life together. Come to wake us up, call us to attention. It's a new dispensation of grace. It's a new dispensation of giving. It's a new dispensation of soul winning. Like I said to you, if I had, the, I didn't, I didn't answer it. But if I've, if I've had the record of how many people, Connect and Capital have connected with, over the last couple of weeks, it will be over hundreds. Now what you've got to do is weaponize that into a community. Believe God for resources. Don't be so boxed and confined. Don't be so cornered off. Say, this is what I'm doing. And even if it's what you're doing, believe God for resources in it. Saying, by the Lord, by the 21st, this is what I want to sow. Don't just be. You should be, but don't just be salary waiters. You know, say, I'm waiting for my salary. I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for my salary. My salary that I'm Believe God. Fight. Push. Passion. Press. Pay attention. Commit. Family capital. Commit your young life. Your Some of you are just 20 years old. Commit. Whatever issues you have, you weaponize them into, into the family capital project. Commit. Where does every revolution come from? People who are, have enough issues to be angry enough. I'm not asking you to focus on the issue. I'm asking you to ignore it, but use the anger that stems from that issue to create. So what I, what, I, what I expect to see around me are committed, passionate people. I even said this this week, I wanted to, I wanted you guys to have a sit down with some of the, the people you've connected with over the last um, few weeks. I know we've done activities, gravity, um, other activities. But now it's time to sit down and sell the vision to them. This is who we are. 
I imagine me out past the Hector sitting down with two 18-year-olds and selling them. This is who we are. I want you added, I want you to come into the CC group chat and just sit down there and let's see if life don't change for you. Sitting down, selling vision to people, creating your community, like building your army. Because you've got enough passion and issue. I'm selling this. I'm selling connect. Like, look, there's even young creators fund if you want to be a creative. One of you is studying um, um, engineering. You know why? You know what? Um, you know what? I, I've taught and I've preached this. You see, when all other machineries fail, the family doesn't. Selling it now. I want you to join this group chat. And all of them just nodding, nodding. Yes, sir. Da, 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 da. I'll join. Whatever you say, I'm ready. So even for me, that's why I'm going to stop putting whatever because I know there's a group of people who are hungry that, that are going to come into that group chat and need to see influential leaders. There's a reason why God wants to channel resources to you. Number one, giving. Number two, attraction point. There are people that need our help. There are people that need our passion, our commitment. So, on Sundays or Thursdays, we do the preaching to this. But for me today is to drive home the vision to you. I know many other things will be speaking for your passion, for your commitment. Your relationships will be speaking for your commitment. And I've seen how some of you commit to relationships. No matter how many argue you argue, you will still commit to that, that, that relationship. But I'm asking you to commit to something more.